0: Hi everyone, my name is Kira and I am part of the BitCountry team. Together with my co-hosts Gadi and Chris, we bring to you BitCountry Discovery. On this channel, we explore blockchain technology, NFTs, cryptocurrency and give you insight into the BitCountry development. If you would like to stay tuned to weekly episodes, please give us a thumbs up, hit the bell and don't forget to subscribe. For any new listeners out there, let me give you a real brief introduction into what BitCountry is. So big country is building a multi-metaverse platform that will be created for the users by the users it's gonna be a platform where you can learn earn build connect grow there's so many opportunities for this platform big country's core value is its community it's a place where people can come in without any previous knowledge of 3d rendering or coding and create and build their own world so big country is mainly focused on nfts and blockchain technology to bring the dream to life Today's episode will take place will take place in two halves. Later on, we're going to talk to Chris and hear about his experience of taking the country to the World Economic Forum. But firstly, you probably noticed that we've got an extra special guest here today from deep in the woods. Can I please introduce Alchemist? Alchemist is a um, big country evangelist and he's going to today going to give us sort of some insight about his experience of um, how he found big country and uh, his journey of being an evangelist so uh, he's been also learning a new program called blender so i've been watching his skills develop throughout the past only very briefly past month or two and um, i'm well impressed and can't wait to hear more about his journey of learning this blender skills So Alchemist, can you please give us a little bit of a brief introduction about yourself?
1: Hi, I'm I'm just Alchemist, one of the evangelists for Big Country on Discord. Um, That's pretty much as much of a brief intro I can think of.
0: That's good, and it looks like you're in the middle of the woods. So whereabouts are you at the moment, or is it an undisclosed location?
1: It's kind of undisclosed, but somewhere in the Lake District. I love it
0: fantastic looks really awesome so um well we're going to go ahead and ask you a few questions just about your journey and um i'm sure there's a lot of other budding evangelists out there that are going to be excited to hear about um your journey and how you came so i think Gary's got a burning question for you
2: i do i do i just want to say alchemist i i wish i was where you are it looks amazing it's beautiful. Um, I've heard that your journey to becoming an evangelist has been quite a colorful one. Uh, FID is common in the sphere, and I hear that you were quite apprehensive about BitCountry at the start. And it wasn't until one of our co-founders, Shannon Christie, reached out to you that you knew that BitCountry meant business. Can you tell us more about how you discovered BitCountry and what led you to becoming an evangelist?
1: Yeah, um, when I first heard about BitCountry, it was through a a friend that works on uh, Polkadot. He does integrations on Polkadot. And he kept bringing projects to me and saying, what do I think of this? And then he came to me with BitCountry and he said, BitCountry looks really exciting. Have you looked into it? He sent me the white paper I had to read through. I joined the Discord. And through meeting people, I kind of, I had a, a rough start. But once I got past the rough start, it was
3: uh, it was exciting to join. Feel free to share uh, your rough start if you want with the community, so they kind of understand uh, what happened and uh, how or what made you change your mind if you want.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, sure. When I first joined BitCountry, I kind of i've i've gone through a few bad experiences where I think it's like a rite of entry for crypto to. Go into something and lose, and with Bitcoin, I was really apprehensive and nervous that I was going to risk putting it into something that wasn't going to be real. And I was in Discord, and I remember putting a few messages in saying that I wasn't sure about it. And Shannon was there and saw my messages, and he replied back to me like, "Well, what do you suggest? Like, how how can we?" Uh, help you and I said well why don't you do uh, a live demo and he said well thanks we'll look into that and literally a week later he announced he was doing a live demo and I thought oh this is this is it's real then if I'm gonna see this product really see the product and within a couple of days of the live demo being announced I started really being very present around discord and uh, trying to pick up as much information as I could around bitcountry and to also explain to people what I'm learning about big country. So when they came in and they had the same questions I had, I repeated it them back. And uh, I can't remember who, but someone approached me and said, would I like to be an evangelist? At the time, I didn't know what it was. Because when you hear evangelist, you think, um, like, uh, I'm not joining a cult. <laughs> but no, it turned out to be uh, uh, like uh, well, the evangelist, like more of a like a community leader or community support, helping people with technical problems or just basic information.
3: Nice, love to hear that. Uh, The reason I asked you is because yeah, back then you thought that the product was not real and back in April we gave you and the other evangelists access to the Alpha testnet. So what are your thoughts now, what is your experience and how you found the testing process so far?
1: I'm enjoying the testing process at the minute. What as soon as there's a new update, the first thing I do is try and find something wrong, a bug or something. I I believe today a, a new release came out, and within thirty seconds of getting in there, uh, I found a bug. <laughs> so I'm looking for any anything that might uh, need looking into. Yeah,
0: you've definitely done a good job because you're always very present and helping so many different communities members. I mean, sometimes I'm logging in in the morning, you're obviously in different time zones, and you're already right there answering the questions. And um, it's really cool to see um, lots of different community members that have come together and just there to support us, which is really awesome. And I didn't even know what an evangelist was when I first joined with Big Country. I was like, what is this strange, term? but it is essentially just uh, volunteers who are supporting the company and uh, are here for the journey because you can see the future potential, which I think is really awesome. And I know that I um, I joined Black Country not long before the Alpha Testnet, so I just sort of joined into the Discord kind of as a fresh newbie. Um, Somebody actually called me out as being um, a scammer or something like that. I was like, no, I'm part of the team, guys. So that was kind of funny, but it's been really fun watching your journey through Discord. We share a lot of stuff through the sneak peek, and most of the uh, other evangelists or community members are building in voxels, right? and uh, creating this uh, different structures and that. But you've taken it one next level and you've learned this new skill in Blender. So I remember you started creating moons and then you started creating trees and tables and now you're creating beakers and cloaks and swimming pools. So can you tell us a little bit about what Blender is and why you're learning it and how you found the journey so far?
1: Yeah once um i was told that we was going to be able to create our own models my first question was for shannon i asked him how how do you go around making models what programs do you use uh, how do you learn it and he he mentioned blender and um, a couple of other applications but the only one that stood out was blender so i looked into it saw that it was free and there was nothing really there's nothing there to say i shouldn't learn it so i downloaded it followed youtube tutorials and started making, I think my first item I made was a well, I think. well, yeah, it it might have
0: been the well, actually. Yeah, a well and the moon were pretty close up there with the first one. I think I actually bought one of your ones off you as well. (laughs) Might be in my wallet.
1: (laughs) The moon was actually uh, a competition me and Chris had. Uh, We uh, set a challenge for who could make the best moon, and. I think Cross just ma- uh, Chris just made a rock.
0: <laughs> a moon rock, maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I love it.
3: Yeah, Sorry. I still love that, yeah. I, I still need to put a bit more effort in my uh, Blender skills.
1: <laughs> I made a video, I've made a couple of videos that kind of explain to people new to Blender. Because I have that unique, like a, a, a unique vantage point of knowing what it's like to go into Blender with no technical skills not knowing what all the terms mean so i was able to make a couple of videos where i'm basically explaining in terms of someone who has no idea how to use it how to make uh for example a plank of wood and i did a, a live show i think we had between 10 and 12 viewers uh, that were following along and i think there was one person that stood out i think it's called a and he created the wood uh he asked a few questions I was, i'm always happy if anyone's in discord and has any questions on anything to do with blender as long as it's something i can answer i'm happy to help but alakas uh, like now he's been making trees he's followed my second tutorial and made a glass box and a cloth uh texture on top of the box and i was really excited to see him following the exact same path i followed
0: it's a- a uh, quick question. So you had no previous um, rendering knowledge, or had you started effectively blank?
1: Yeah, so, like, I have you had no 3D skills whatsoever. I've never made. I can't even use Photoshop. If I'm being honest. For example, there's another evangelist that we have who's a fantastic evangelist called Darkspark. He's always online. He's one of my favorite um, people to communicate with when we're online helping people and he i made a wine bottle and he asked could i make one with his name on and i said to him i can't do anything to do with photoshop so if you can make a label i'll put it on he made a label and about 10 minutes later i sent it to him so now he has his own wine bottle that he says he's going to be distributing to people he meets in the metaverse that's awesome
2: yeah (laughs) gifting in the metaverse that's amazing i mean we've been following along i've seen your uh, your creations on discord and twitter and really your blender skills are next level i also watched the tutorial and it is it's informative but it's also it's inspiring you know after i watched the tutorial i wanted to get started and make my own so it's been really it's an amazing initiative um going back to twitter and discord that's how we communicate with the teams nowadays and i just my question to you is how have you found communicating or connecting with our with our team, with any suggestions or comments? Um, how has it been connecting
1: with them? It's pretty quick. Like, for example, this morning when I found a bug, I put it in the group that uh, I found a bug, and within two minutes, Chris had uh, mentioned that he's put it forward. Then, about five minutes later, Shannon replied and said, Thanks, we're going to fix this in the next update. And within, I believe, half an hour another I forgot his name forgive me but another Ashish. developer replied yeah he replied and said I'm working on it now so it's literally reports a bug
3: and it's it's being fixed pretty much within an hour That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. And actually, we once again want to thank you and all the evangelists that have helped us test and make our applications, features, and product overall way better. I have a final question for you. What motivates you to contribute to the community and grow the future of Bitcoin Tree as a product and as a tool for community builders like yourself?
1: With Bitcoin Tree, I'll... It's it's like a blank canvas where each individual person are their own artist and they can create the worlds the way they want. So when I look in like the sneak peek channel in Discord and I see like what Resi's created or what Curbs created and all the other evangelists, it's nice to see what they're making. And that's why I wanted to do Blender is because. It gives it an even, it's like having a palette of colors of 16 colors, and when you've got Blender, there's an unlimited amount of colors. And I keep saying to people, if anyone, I've asked multiple times, anyone has any ideas, if it's something that I can make, I am happy to make it and to give it. And I've said a few times, once Big Country goes live, I'm not creating these for profit. I'll be giving these away just for the cost of the transaction i'm going to enjoy just walking into someone else's land and saying hey that's my tree or hey using the bed i made that that's that's the payment for me i don't want any monetary gain from it i just want to see my creations being used if you
3: know what i mean i totally understand what you mean and i truly appreciate once again everything all the effort and i think the community will appreciate it i mean they will see that we are not just building this for the money or for the profits or anything like that, we are actually giving you the tools to leave your mark, not in this world, but in different worlds, because at the end of the day, it's going to be different worlds that each user will be able to create. Do you want to say anything? Do you want to ask anything uh, before we let you go and enjoy uh, the woods? You can stay if you want for the second part.
1: I have to go, because I've got a friend that I've made disappear while I have (laughs) this. But I just want to say thank you for the great work. I'm really enjoying seeing what's happening, and I'm really looking forward to when we can enter each other's lands, because that's when I'll start seeing things I've created being incorporated into people's creations, and that's when I'm going to be really excited
0: thank you very much it um been very great uh having this time with you and stealing a precious moment of you out in the woods and we are very envious of where you are and um it's even amazing how connected we can be at the moment like at, at the moment i'm in new zealand chris is in poland and you're there in the uk and um in the metaverse we can come together and just like you said, connect and share and, and grow these um online relationships and it's um not too far away so we're really excited for that and thank you so much for your community contribution and um, we're definitely excited to go along with the journey with you
1: okay thank you very much like i said keep up the good work i'm really excited to
3: see what happens thanks thank you so much alchemist looking forward for your next tutorials actually so hopefully i can join them as well and improve my skills and blender as well yeah yeah (laughs) Thank awesome. you. Have a good one, mate. Enjoy awesome.
0: All right. Time to switch the spotlight over to Chris. Uh, last week, Chris was at the World Economic Forum in Switzerland, Davos. So I'm definitely keen to find out more about his experience and what went on down there and uh, why the country was even at the World Economic Forum. It blows my mind that uh, a crypto company was presenting there on the world stage. So, BitCountry was invited to present at the World Economic Forum under the Web3 Foundation, which also has connections to the Polkadot ecosystem. It was a three-day conference, uh, and. Crypto definitely took a prominent role, and I've read a few articles online previously. And there were big banners everywhere, lots of different crypto stalls, and um, Polkadot definitely had a strong presence at the World Economic Forum. To put a little bit of context in it, this is a conference uh, which gives the opportunity to, for the likes of us at Big Country, to get in front of global leaders, organisations, influencers, people who are just generally not part of our normal audience so it gives us a way to connect and share insights and also uh, gain fresh perspectives from uh, non-crypto communities uh, about um, the whole entire industry so we take all of these ideas and um, formulate and move forward and really propel our company forward so the main aim was to, for Chris, he went there and he was presenting at two different panels and he really wanted to further the audience's understanding of blockchain technology and sort of explain the potentials of a global decentralization, the metaverse and uh, the future of how BitCountry can help um, these, these new ideas. So Chris, can you just give us a little bit of insight? Um, tell us, what was it like attending a global conference with such a high crypto influence?
3: It was definitely uh, interesting and a new experience for me. It was the first time I attend actually the World Economic Forum, and my first time at Switzerland as well, so it was definitely amazing. I mean, seeing all those landscapes, beautiful mountains, rivers, uh, you hear sweating and then just looking, at at 200 i don't know maybe one kilometer far away mountain covered in snow so it was definitely mind-blowing amazing really beautiful Uh, at the beginning i was a bit nervous to be honest i was like "Whoa, the world economic forum i will be representing polkadot then you see other crypto projects the different crypto companies also attending and you are like Oof, I'm not the only one. Everybody is like, here to present what blockchain technology or how the blockchain technology can change the world. So yeah, it was really cool. Uh, everybody wanted to connect. Uh, a lot of people wanted to ask different questions. And the Dotsama ecosystem, I mean, they are true builders. I mean, we were just talking, sharing ideas, and then they were just like, okay, let's build it. And I'm like, whoa. I am amazed uh, by the speed and the hunger, and I think we can talk a little bit about about, uh, that later. But yeah, uh, people were sharing experiences, talking about uh, different things that they have experienced uh, along the way while building their products, uh, while interacting with uh, a specific person or with a specific company, so it was definitely... uh, something really nice and I'm looking forward actually for the next year hopefully we can also attend also Davos hey, at the World Economic Forum
2: <laughs> I love the photos you sent you know it really it's amazing the crypto crowd dominated the main street in Davos they even had a free Bitcoin pizza stall and a liquidity lounge on offer to the attendees at the um, meeting in Davos such a novel way to spend Bitcoin pizza day But but by the sounds of things, the crypto community made quite the impact at the World Economic Forum this year. Can you tell us why it was significant for Polkadot and Bitcountry to present at the World Economic Forum?
3: The idea was to bring awareness of metaverses and Polkadot kind of technology to world leaders or big companies. Why? Because, well, we now have a definition of the metaverse, but is that the true definition of the metaverse? So far we know that, uh, well, or we wanted to show that the metaverse is not owned and is not going to be just owned by Facebook. there are different alternatives. And, well, the centralized centralized solutions uh, can have a better impact than centralized solutions, specifically for this kind of technology. Uh, At one of the panels, I was mentioning that in my opinion, and I think the founders also share this idea that metaverses are going to be a next revolution or the next revolution, because it's a set of tools that will change how people communicate, how people do business, how people interact with each other. So it was a really nice experience and sharing that with key people that has the opportunity to do uh, businesses of move some strings and uh, make things happen. It was definitely uh, nice. Something that I can add is also that uh, the idea was to share and to show that the current business model that most companies use or work today with is kind of wrong because you as the user are the product, and uh, there was an uh, there was a panel uh, inside the polkadot uh, house, as they called uh, our small uh, panels, so to speak, uh, where I think it was Ocean. Yeah, it was Ocean Protocol. They were presenting and they were telling if a company gives you a product for free the product is not the application, it's actually you. Uh, so it is just mind-blowing, and, and I'm and i sure that a lot of people is currently aware of that and looking for alternatives. So you can get back control uh, to your independence, your information, uh, and what have you.
0: Sounds like a great time, definitely. And the one question that I kind of have is, so we were there representing um, Metaverses and putting forward the idea of Metaverses and Web3. Um, how well received was that by your audience? Were they sort of scared about the idea of this new idea coming and changing their current understanding of what Web2 was or were they more excited about it? And um, yeah, I guess that's the main question. <laughs>
3: I would, say, I would say both of them. I mean, there were people that were excited. They were like, oh, that's interesting. I would like to explore uh, the Metaverse. I would like to use Metaverse to preserve uh, things that are currently being degraded in real life. So, okay, I can go to this specific uh, part, take some 3D scans, take some photos, uh, and hopefully build it inside the Metaverse so it's there, recorded forever or preserved forever. Uh, so. That's one side. And there was the other side where they were like, uh, yeah, I see that you are building all these technologies, but what are you doing to preserve uh, humans being away from the screens and so on? So I personally feel that technology is here, is going to stay. And the idea of you not being the product, but you using the product, it kind of changes a little bit, you being a slave of a screen to using your screen as a tool to hopefully change uh, your life, change other people's lives, or potentially change how the world works nowadays.
2: The Polkadot ecosystem prides its technology on interoperability and Polkadot's interoperable system is created through parachains. I know that you were networking with other Polkadot parachain projects, so Moonbeam Engine, Kilt, Origin Trail and Robonomics were among the represented parachains. What is the benefit of connecting with other projects in our ecosystem and what did you learn during your time at Davos?
3: First of all, I want to thank and send greetings to all the amazing people that I met. Uh, some people like really, really fun making jokes and so on. So the Totsam ecosystem, in my opinion, is unique. Uh, apart from being fun open and looking to help you they are as i was telling earlier like they are true builders they are hungry to explore and show the, the potential of the technology uh, as i said we were chatting uh, about uh, for example healed and how the decentralized ids can help with the verification of, and authentication of NFTs and then I was like, oh, we are kind of having this idea. And then Origin Thread jumping and Engine was also there. And we started just brainstorming and we kind of just drafted what is the value proposition that we want to accomplish. And they were just like, let's build it. Hey let's build it. Are you going to Polkadot eh, decoded in Berlin? And yes, we were like, yeah, let's build it. And I was like, whoa, that's amazing. I mean, the speed and the hunger to build things is, is amazing. And uh, So far, uh, the idea is there. As we know, we are still on fast development. We want to launch, to launch and release all our features. So we might not be able to build together with them at this stage. But I'm definitely looking forward and I will keep pushing the team. And actually, the other teams are going to definitely keep pushing me and keep pushing us to do some integrations. Because at the end of the day, what is Polkadot if you are not looking or what is the benefit of building on Polkadot if you are not looking to collaborate or integrate or do some interoperability with other parties, right?
0: Absolutely. I remember you showing us you had about a whole big stack of business cards and a whole lot more digital cards on your cell phone when you came back. So I guess that's so cool because Polkadot is, like you said, very focused on interoperability, but then that's in the digital space. And then you were able to go there and interoperate with people in the physical space and create ideas and um, definitely reinforced how strong the community is and how um, compatible all of these different parachains are and um, just working together to get stronger. So I know it was a fun and uh, fast paced and information overload for for the three days, but if you could pin down a couple highlights or interesting things that you saw. So what would your top three or four experiences be from the conference?
3: Well, the first one I will say was the free pizza <laughs> because who, who doesn't like free pizza, especially when you are in Switzerland? I mean, everything is so expensive that you're like, oh, for pizza. Let's just go there and grab some free pizza. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was one of the. Uh, experiences that I lived. The other one was actually that next to the pits, uh, uh, there was a church and actually Filecoin uh, rented the church and they were actually presenting uh, all their panels and all their conference inside the church. They even hosted a party inside the church, which was amazing. I will never thought that I will be uh, drinking beer, uh, connecting with people, talking about uh, technology and money inside, inside the church. So that was amazing. Uh, going to the serious part actually I will say that uh, I was amazed actually by uh, a panel of presentation with uh, Gavin Good and Frank Card, uh, a U.S billionaire. Uh, they are building together or they're collaborating together to build a project which is called Project Liberty, which is a web3 social media platform which uh, kind of encourages people actually and builders, to keep owning the information that they share. And if they want to stop sharing it, it's not like stored there forever. And later on these companies and shady uh, hackers, uh, accessing that information, selling it to other shady companies, uh, trying to sell you things or trying to uh, do bad things with your information. So I was amazed that billionaires, from the US l- are looking actually to collaborate with Gavin Good to build things that will give back power eh, to the users. And one of the things that eh, Frank was mentioning was that he's a true believer of democracy. He is like my family, I mean, we are true believers of democracy and democracy as we know it today is broken. And I was like, wow, I mean, this is what we came for at the world economic forum right i was amazed i uh, i will invite and i will encourage all the people to watch the replays on the polka dots uh, youtube channel so it was definitely a nice presentation and yeah then i also was uh, I attended a party uh, which was a collaboration with soramitsu and nor and uh, nor is that tokenized wine. So yeah, you go to Polkaswap, which is a DEX on the Soramitsu network and other parachain in the Totsam ecosystem. So you go to Polkaswap, you uh, exchange your USD for nor tokens and later on if you want, you can uh, trade them, you can uh, burn the tokens and claim your your bottle of, of Noir, which yet again shows the potential companies doing new business or using new business models to uh, offer their services their products and what have you so it's it's really nice in my opinion it was really nice and i'm looking forward to continue representing a big country and hopefully the dot some ecosystem to whoever asks me uh, in different presentations different panels different conferences
2: such an auspicious time for crypto i read that an estimated 50% of the town's storefronts were occupied by blockchain or cryptocurrency firms for the duration of the event and it's clear that the cryptocurrency community is growing in influence and why the organizers of the world economic forum which typically caters to the financial elite are taking notice um so i think that wraps it up guys that's all we have for the week I would like to say a massive thank you to Alchemist for joining us and I hope that his story will motivate and inspire other community followers to challenge themselves to become an evangelist. We are forever thankful for the support of our evangelists and our alpha testers They are helping to build our future. Chris, it was great to gain some insight on the World Economic Forum. Thank you for sharing your experience. Attending the forum was an opportunity for BitCountry to showcase its platform within the world's biggest congregation of decision makers. Thank you for joining Discovery this week. Please remember to like, share and subscribe. Till next time, bye.